Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Ramadan Reflections. Let us start with our verse for today. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wa an laysa lil insani illa ma sa'a. Wa anna sa'yahu sawfa yura. Thumma yujazahu aljazaa al-awfa. Here, this is Surah Al-Najm, which is uh, chapter 53, Surah 53, and the verses are 39 and 41 of Surah Al-Najm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَن لَيْسَ لِلْإِنسَانِ إِلَّا مَا سَعَى وَأَنَّ سَعْيَهُ سَوْفَ يُرَى Men can have nothing, uh, the insan, human beings, can have nothing but what he or she strives for. The human only gets what he or she strives for. And the fruit of his striving will soon come into sight. This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. That وَأَنَّ سَعْيَهُ سَوْفَ يُرَى His efforts, his or her efforts and the fruit of that striving, the consequence, the results of that will come into sight. Which means that it, it will become visible very soon. And then ثُمَّ يُجْزَاهُ الْجَزَاءَ الْأَوْفَى And then they will be rewarded with a full recompense. You'll get a full reward for it, meaning you'll get a full uh, payback for that. Again, this is one of those uh, verses that speak about a, a principle of life, a principle of effort and work in this life and toil and, uh, and productivity. That's what this is about. This verse, mashallah, it's uh, supposed to boost the morale of not just the Muslims, but all of mankind, for non-Muslims, for anybody. I mean, this is a verse for everybody, that you make an effort and you will see its fruits. You can only get things through efforts in this world. This world is a place of means, a place of asbab, a place of uh, employing different instruments or facilities or methods to get somewhere. And that's what, they ha that's what this verse is talking about, a clear providing... Uh, that people will get what they're looking for as long as they have a very clear view of life and they champion a, a sound cause and they adopt the right kind of means to do that. Now that could be a personal thing, could be a communal thing. It applies in both cases. And here, of course, the Quran is speaking about insan as a whole for any human being and for all human beings, that is the case. So uh, for any committed person, a person who really is committed to their task or their project, where they want to go with something, this passage carries an inspiring message, right? And it's especially relevant to uh, organizations, institutions. For example, you've got an institution that focuses on the youth, that focuses on the next generation, that focuses on poverty relief, that focuses on education, on nurturing. Uh, subhanallah, all of this, inshallah, uh, the Quran is providing an elaborate moral code and set of guidelines for this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala essentially promises in this verse that man will obtain a success in his striving. Sa'i in Arabic can be used for running, it can be used for striving. It basically gives the, uh, gives the impression that this is not some kind of laid back method of trying to get somewhere, but rather a really committed and a vigorous, uh, focused and constant and steadfast uh, approach to something generally is going to bear some results people only get things and it will only bear fruit when that happens but there's one other thing that is not mentioned here when will you get these fruits that's not mentioned in this verse 
what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, uh, just simply, is Man can only have what he strives for. And the fruit of your striving will soon come into sight. Sawfa yura, sawfa, soon. Now, what soon is, that, that could depend on many, many factors. And then they will be rewarded with a full recompense. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't provide an exact timing that you're definitely going to happen next day, or it's going to happen next week, or it's going to happen next month. See, the Ottoman Empire, the Uthmanis, right? They did not come up, you know, in a few days, in a few weeks, even in a few years. It took decades of striving from multiple generations to become as big as it did and then to last for six, seven hundred years, right? Of course, that's a big idea, right? That's a big idea. So the bigger the idea, the bigger the effort. But the one thing is that if you make the effort, something will come about it. That's why we should never just fall back sit back, become incapacitated and think that not, it's not worth it because it didn't happen at my first effort or my second effort. There's a lot of people that just give up too easily. And subhanAllah. So, but there's, there's another thing. Um, it could take a long time. The Quran hints towards this that it could take a long time. That's why don't despair just because you don't get immediate results. I mean, I know nowadays we're so used to immediate results because everything is at our fingertips. We can order things and receive them the same day. Things are just available 24-7. In, in many cases, there are shops open 24-7, right? Subhanallah. And, but if we look at our history, pretty much everything that has been acquired, right? All the civilizations that have come, the various different civilizations, advance, advancements of sciences, of the various different uh, bodies of knowledge that we have, religious knowledge, non-religious knowledge, Subhanallah, intellectual, uh, intellectual pursuits, all of that is essentially a proof that this is exactly what the Quran, uh, Quran uh, the, this verse is saying, that all of this came from effort. Um, all of these major scientists, they had to make an effort to get to where they were. They were not people. And this is something we need to tell our children, right? That if you want to be just a normal guy, if you just want to be a normal person, right, just, just standard and possibly just, you know, just make it by, then just do what everybody else is doing at school. You know, then you just do what everybody else is doing at school, which is you just do the basics and uh, you don't make any kind of extra effort. However, if you want to be a cut above the rest, if you want to make a change and you want to really shine and you want to change the world or you want to contribute, you want to leave a legacy, you want to leave something that's going to be of, you know, greater benefit to others, you're going to have to do extra. You're going to have to do extra. This is the same thing even in religious sciences. You know, you've got numerous students, you know, who probably started studying when Imam Ghazali was studying, when Imam Jilani was studying, when Ibn Taymiyyah was studying. You know, when all of these different scholars that we have, when they were studying, there were many, many other scholars that studied with them. They were probably in their class. They were their colleagues and so on. But these guys came out to be a cut above the rest because when you look at their history, when you look at their story, you see that the, the, the one thing they had was the effort, right? What they had an effort, they had a they had a special effort that they would do. They did the sa'i wa anna sa'yakum sofa yura. And mashallah, those efforts, you know, we see the fruits of that today. So all of these uh, stories of the past, all of these things and of current times, they're manifestation of man's striving, right? And they stand, uh, stand as illustrations and examples of the Quranic promise that man will be recompensed for all of his efforts. You will be recompensed for all. Allah has a very, very elaborate way of keeping everything uh, in check and reckoning everything. 
That's why um, if we go more specifically now, especially living in the West, it's the duty of the Muslim community to ensure its identity and to make an effort in this regard. And what's happening is that there's some people who are providing such services, providing the, uh, the defense, providing facilities, right, for prayer, for education, for nurturing the young, for defending against uh, uh, abuse, of, abuse of rights. Other people are just purely enjoying themselves. Other people are not, not even contributing. Now, if we can't start an organization ourselves, if we can't be a mover and a shaker ourselves, if we can't contribute directly in terms of expertise, of the survival of the Muslim community, of the, uh, up, of the enhancement of mankind in general, then at least contribute to others. At least contribute to others, individuals and organizations that are doing because that are doing this because it helps us and it's going to help the, the, the humanity in general, Muslim community, the later generations, our children, our descendants and our progenies. So at least be a part of it. Be a part of it because that effort has to, has to, has to come about from us. Right? Even if you can't physically do every single task and you know, not everybody can do every task out there. So what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about then is that, you see, you, we'll get, we, will see the, we could see the effects of our labor and our efforts in this world, but also in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that you'll get a jaza for it. So you will also get the fruits of your work in the next world as well. That's the beauty. If it's a good thing, you'll, get the, you'll reap the fruits of it in the next world as well. So don't allow your, your efforts to go to waste. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not allow your efforts to go to waste. If you've done the right kind of striving, the right kind of efforts, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is really, really, uh, he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really appreciates good effort from people uh, for the sake of good because that's something that he wants people to do. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not allow us to go to waste and our efforts won't, won't uh, be redundant, inshallah. And this acts as a huge incentive. When a person really understands this verse, you know, they, get, they should be moved and they should be motivated uh, to do this. And inshallah, efforts will surely produce a result sooner or later. And furthermore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's promises also that they'll be rewarded over and above what one deserves. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He gives a reward, then obviously it's beyond, you know, it's going to be a lot more than what one can de deserve. And subhanAllah, we've seen that in many, many instances in the history. When people have made an effort, I've seen that personally, like in a lot of the projects that we have done, we've started a project and we expected a certain amount of result, a certain, uh, we would be happy with a certain amount of result, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken it well beyond that. We never expected that kind of an effort to come by, that kind of a result to come by, uh, by and mashallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided it. That's why you see this manifested in the histories of literature, in joint business ventures, in research studies and every other domain of human activity, you're going to see this effort, right? And sometimes it's actually very useful to read about how somebody made an effort and um, and then reap the fruits of their fruits of their labor. So that is the glad tiding. Uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is going to repay in full our work. That's Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. That's His generous and benevolent self that He will. Uh, and it's as I said, it's going to be a measure beyond. Our expectation as well sometimes. Uh, another point about this which is very very important is that a lot of people feel 
that you need a huge supply of facilities, human resources, favorable conditions for launching a venture. And that is what puts them back. A lot of people have good ideas. I've seen this. A lot of people have great ideas. And that's why an Arabic poet uh, says that, you know, so many ideas have been taken to the grave without ever, ever bearing fruit. Because um, while you can have a great idea, you know, to be successful, you have to have a combination of things. You have to have an idea, of course, right? Then you have to see the gap. You have to make the effort and you have to uh, be able to harness the resources despite their paucity, despite how few they may be. A lot of people, they will, f you know, people will fail in all of these. Some people just don't have ideas. They don't have ambition. Other people have ambitions. Uh, like there's one person I know, he's been telling me that he has an idea of a certain book. And I've heard this for about 25 years, that a person has an idea of a certain book. It's quite a good idea, to be honest. It's never been able to see the light of day. Right. Because I think they just lack maybe motivation and getting it together and single mindedly focusing on it to get it done. And yet there's other people I know, subhanAllah, who just started about two years ago, just just started, for example, looking at uh, tafsirs just for themselves. And mashallah, they've started uh, basically compiling books to be published. Right? It's an amazing, of course, there's a matter of tawfiq from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There must be a lot of dua involved in there. There must be somebody else's dua that could be helping a person. But at the end of the day, it's our job to pull it together and to make, a, to make an effort. Otherwise, it doesn't work. I've seen that in my life so many times. I can have ideas, but they don't come to fruition unless I actually start pushing and trying to make an effort for it. That's why don't ever worry about, oh, I don't have you know, family connections, I don't have maybe advanced educational qualifications, I don't have a vast library, I don't have, uh, you know, resources around me, I don't have too much capital or whatever the case is. Some of these, uh, many of these things are actually not even essential for the success. You can start and find a foothold, you can take a step and suddenly you'll see that things will start coming together, right? What is essential though in all of this, you have to remember, this is the, uh, another important point, is that sincerity is very important. And uh, we've spoken about this in another, in another reflection as well, that sincerity is something that will carry whatever we do much, much further. It'll, be, it'll, it'll help it to be appreciated, it'll help it to be welcomed, to be adopted, to be taken, and then of course uh, rewarded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is the main thing. People, uh, you know, there's a few ingredients that you need in this you need sincerity you need honesty and you need to just push earnestly right you need an earnest deliberation consideration and a push to do it and inshallah you will re reap rich dividends right you will have huge dividends inshallah both in this world and the next that's why the key to success is hard work combined with good intentions and excellent morals Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the omnipotent one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the all-capable one, the absolutely powerful one. And He can make anything happen because He likes people who makes an effort because that's how this world works, is through effort. So that's why um, one, one thing that as Muslims we should never forget though, right, is while this message is a universal message for both Muslims, Muslims and non-Muslims, what we must understand for our efforts to be praiseworthy, Right, in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, uh, and, and the, uh, along with the sincerity is that the faith in everything should govern our lives. And we need to make an effort and our efforts should also be to reform around us and strengthen our faith. As I said, the first point I made, which is that the survival of our faith, especially 
you know, in difficult times, in challenging times, in different environments. That's our responsibility. We need to remain confident, inshallah, despite the difficulties, confident and cool about the results of our striving. And remember, the efforts we make, they may not see the, the a result straight away. It may happen after a few years. It may not happen in our own lifetime even. It could happen in our successor's lifetime. So that is what's important. <clears throat> may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us because at the end of the day, our deeds are eventually what's going to take us to paradise or hellfire as well. And that's all based on effort as well. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to strive on the multiple fronts and especially to earn our place in paradise and in the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazakallah khair and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us all, bless us all in, during this month of Ramadan. Please remember us all in your du'as. We pray that Allah bless you all in everything that you do and fulfill your permissible needs and may Allah remove from us laziness, procrastination and dragging our feet and feeling unable, feeling unable to do things. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the strength and high aspiration. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Uh, the point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further, an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion. The next step is to actually start learning seriously, to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses, so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially for example the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials Certificate, which you take 20 short modules and at the end of that inshallah you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind, you can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.